We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate it. It is 7.05 on this Tuesday morning. The 24th day of October 2023. I'm John Reed, and we are glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. And can I just tell you something about Friday? I'm so excited. I've been trying to do this version of Read on the Road for I don't know. I think we were about to do it right before COVID, and then we couldn't we couldn't do it during COVID. So this is in Charlottesville on Friday. Read on the Road, uh, presented by Bruce's Super Body Shops and in Chase and Sons um, uh, um, uh, Painters, I'm going to take you to Pine Knot, which is this hidden cabin. Did you even know that Teddy Roosevelt, when he was president, had a cabin here in Virginia? And from what I'm told, he would go on vacation from Washington, take the train down here to Charlottesville, try to keep it a secret that he was coming he'd get off the train and go to this cabin which had no electricity i mean i think it has a fire i haven't been in it yet it has a fireplace it's very simple very rustic and he would just live with mrs roosevelt out there this is teddy not franklin and um he told the secret service to leave like i don't want you guys around here leave me alone and Mrs. Roosevelt said, okay, you can leave, but you got to come back at night and make sure that nothing happens to us out here in the woods. Now, isn't that interesting? I, I didn't even know Pine Knot, this little cabin, existed. So on Friday, here's the linchpin. On Friday, you can join me on a tour of this little cabin if you want to. It's going to be at noon. We're meeting at noon and probably block out about two, two and a half hours, I think, at most. But we're meeting at noon at a secret location in Charlottesville because we don't want everybody to know where this little cabin is. But you got to RSVP that you're going to come. And only 25 people get to go on the tour of Pine Knot. So I'm not giving you the RSVP yet. But tomorrow I will tell you how to RSVP if you want to join me on Friday. It's a little bit of a hike, you know, like half a mile maybe not not a long hike but you know if you're in a wheelchair or something it's probably going to be tough okay just to be honest with you um to see teddy roosevelt's cabin and of course they'd love for people to give donations i'm going to give them a hundred dollars or something just to thank them for letting us come but i think i'm really excited about this and i haven't asked yet if teddy teddy roosevelt my dog can go on the hike with us because i think that'd be fun to have the picture of teddy roosevelt the dog at teddy roosevelt's cabin but i you know, I don't want to push it and have them say, no, John Reed, you can't do that. But anyway, that's coming up for Read on the Road on Friday. I'm um, I'm actually very excited about it. You know, I love this secret stuff that nobody knows about in Virginia, and we're able to tell you the story. So stay with us tomorrow. I'll tell you if you're interested in that from at noon on Friday. Skip out of work early. It'll be good. Um, I'll tell you how you can RSVP. All right, it's 7.09 now, and we do have elections. Um Across the Commonwealth, in case you had not heard, every time you watch TV and listen to the radio, all the ads. 
including for a board of supervisors. And in Chesterfield, you know, Kevin Carroll, who has been on with us many times, he's the chairman of the Chesterfield Board of Supervisors. He's with us this morning. Can I get the election stuff out of the way before we talk real policy? How how, how are things, do you think? Good morning to you, Kevin. Good morning, John. Um, I think things are going great. Uh, we've met a lot of people in the community uh, over the, of course, the last uh, three and a half years, almost four years on the board. Um, we've attended many community meetings, um, many different events. The other night we were at uh, the Trunk or Treat at the Grange Hall Elementary School. Uh, Leanne and I were out there passing out chill, uh, kids, uh, passing out kids, right? Passing out candy to all the, the kids. <laughs> okay. It was great. Uh, we went down to Virginia State University's homecoming event uh, with Chris Winslow and, and uh, Jim Engel. Uh, that was a great event. So, right. you know, just out there uh, meeting the people and getting the message out, and, and hopefully that's resonating. I believe it is. Um, you know, Chesterfield, people are watching Chesterfield. They're watching Henrico, where I live, too, but they're watching Chesterfield as a sign of whether – middle-of-the-road voters and people who have moved to Central Virginia from other places are going to double and triple down on voting for Democrats or whether they're going to say, hey, you know, I moved here for a reason because it looked like there were lower taxes and it was a better quality of life, and maybe Republicans are the ones who've delivered that. Do you get a sense, I mean, as you knock on doors, do you get a sense of where people are? Is there polling data that gives you a sense of where people are? Um, I, I think when I when I talk to people, there's certain concerns that come up. One of them, I think you touched base on your show earlier, is about education. And, of course, we've just announced that we're going to – we've picked a site for our new Western Area High School. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that this uh, Wednesday at our board meeting. Uh, it's a great location. It'll serve um, the area above um, Magnolia Green Subdivision, which is – Quite frankly, one of the largest subdivisions that, when it when it can bother the ground completely in all of Chester County, with about thirty five hundred units total. Uh, so it's it's when that case was passed in nineteen ninety one, it actually had its own high school, middle school, and elementary school as part of the case. County didn't own the land for years. We finally bought it years ago when, when I, after I got elected, the county made a purchase. And uh, we've started the middle school already, which was on August the 9th. We broke ground. There'll be a new elementary school there, public library, and now in the same area, just south, a new high school. Uh, this will get us uh, uh, a footprint where we need it out there to service the community and service the growth uh, and provide a great uh, educational location uh, for kids uh, to go to school and, and do what we really are supposed to do for our children, which is provide a great environment. Uh, for them to learn and make sure we have great teachers, which we already do. We're obviously going to have to hire more. Um, but it's, um, you know, the, the doors, uh, It's people talk about education as a, as a priority, and they also talk about some of the growth. And part of what we, we tell them is this is how we're going to get caught up with the in- infrastructure improvements. You know, one of the things we need out there, quite frankly, John, is we have to build the Poe Parkway extension. Um, that was part of that 1991 case. Right. Um, and it's it's a priority that we've made. We funded the first leg of the Port Parker extension. This board did for the first time from Charter Colony all the way to Woolridge Road. There's also road improvements that will tie 288 all the way into Woolridge Road, which is um, they'll be coming out of the ground starting next year. And those will be some big traffic relievers for the congestion that we have in that area of the county. And these things are funded. Um, so it's it's important not just to say you have a road project, but it's also important to say we actually have money to do it. Yeah. 
you know, you don't have a mayor in Chesterfield and, you know, you probably want to avoid getting into a regional tussle, but I don't have to worry about that. I do look at, at the counties and I see a difference in the type of leadership uh, in an executive position like yours in Chesterfield versus just hypothetically Mayor Stoney in Richmond. Why do you think the counties, the suburbs are able to build schools you know, make decisions, build schools, get them up, get them going, try to keep ahead of this pretty uh, rapid growth, and others are not. I'll, I'll try to clean it up so you're not – you don't sound like you're picking a fight. I'm the one picking a fight, not you. But what what's the difference there? Well, I think uh, the, the big difference for us at Chesterfield, to, to talk about how we work together, is this board works extremely well collaboratively together. We don't look at whether you're in R&D. We look at what's best for the community, and that's how we can move these measures forward. We don't, you don't see us arguing about things. We look at, you know, data-driven decisions like where we're putting these schools. You know, when we had to do the, when we did the bond referendum, as an example, you know, you have to have three votes on the board to actually decide what's actually going to be on the bond referendum and how it's going to be handled. But when you talk about school facilities, you also have the have to have the agreement from the school board on this. And so working collaboratively and well with your school board and the board of supervisors to make these decisions, data-driven decisions, and then move them forward. And in this case, we moved the bond referendum, a $540 measure, to the voters. And the voters approved that overwhelmingly by 76%, saying these are the things that we think are priorities for both uh, for our county. And so you know, and then holding, quite frankly, some people don't think we're transparent, but we absolutely are. We hold uh, community meetings all the time, budget meetings all the time, giving the community an opportunity to have input and utilize what they say to make these data-driven decisions. But you got to work collaboratively with, with one another to make this happen. Yeah. Well, listen, it's very impressive. And, um, you know, I lived in Chesterfield for several years when I was working at Channel 8, still have family in Chesterfield, a number of friends in Chesterfield, and I'm glad – uh, that you got a couple of counties here surrounding the city that um, are are well functioning and well managed, and I appreciate that. Kevin Carroll's the chairman of the Chesterfield Board of Supervisors, and I always enjoy talking to you. I hope I'll see you in person soon. Thank uh, you. I hope so, sir. Thank you for the opportunity, and um, uh, don't eat too much candy on Halloween. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know me. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I never, I don't want to be too ugly about it, but. Really, this was, I mean, I was like you. I, I moved back to Richmond, knew I was going to buy my own place, um, and I had to decide where I was going to go. And, I, you know, there was something very appealing, especially when I first got back to the city. Oh, yeah, I'm a young urban, prof- well, somewhat young urban professional, right? Wouldn't it be fun to live in the city? I've already lived in the fan. Alonzo would have enjoyed living in the fan. Um. There was something. Thank God I wasn't there during 2020 because you probably I would either be dead or locked in prison because I wouldn't have put up with that garbage in uh, downtown Richmond. The second you stepped on my property, we would have had a big physical conflict, especially if you had a Molotov cocktail or you were shooting lasers through my window or something. I'm unlike everybody else in Richmond that wouldn't have worked with me. So it's it was God's intervention that I wasn't living in Richmond. But. Do you see the difference? A part of the difference, I think, and Kevin is too diplomatic to say this. I'm not putting words in his mouth. I'm just saying what I think. I think you've got to elect people who are business minded, who are aware of concerns in the community. Complaints, concerns, issues with the downtrodden, 
but they're not driven by those concerns. They're making smart business decisions for the majority of the people who are employed, who are uh, functioning members of society. And I got to tell you, when you start talking about Democrats and you start looking at the way Richmond is run that and most major urban areas, they are beholden to the people who aren't making the community work. It's like they think they're going to fix the community by catering to the people who've screwed things up in the first place. Stop doing that. <laughs> That's why the suburbs are successful and these cities are disasters because you get a bunch of Democrats who don't know what they're doing and their 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 whole priority list is mistaken. Their priority is to the downtrodden instead of to creating a functional successful society which by the way helps the downtrodden once you get a functional society they just got it all out of out of order all right 717 we're back with more in a moment on news radio wrva listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 